Thanks for tuning into the Sick Beach podcast brought to you by West Crescent Vintage and your host, me, Brie Westry. Sick Beach is where young creatives, movers, and doers come to hang out and talk about their lives and experiences as they set out to achieve their goals, no matter how unconventional the method. Stick around because it's going to be sick. to the Sick Beach Podcast. Today I'm joined with Sophia Raquel Portraits, aka Sophie Guzman. Sophie is a portrait photographer here in Austin, Texas. She was previously chosen by Raw Artist Austin to participate in a showcase for local artists in December of 2017. Since then, she has become a photographer for Cabra, St. Edwards University's fashion magazine, and continues to grow her photography business. Thanks for joining me, Sophie. Welcome. Thank you so much for having me. Uh, Yeah, so I want to start at the very beginning. First, uh, where are you from originally? I'm from Dallas originally, but I moved to Dripping Springs when I was in middle school. Okay, okay. And then coming to Austin for college, that was like the first time you ever came to Austin, right? Oh, no. I remember the first time I was I came to Austin, uh, my dad took me to Threadgills. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Wait, what is that? I don't even know what that is. It was a great restaurant. Uh, it's not around anymore, but... Um, it was right on Barton Springs Road, and Damn, what Willie Nelson have? loved it. it oh, Armadillo. Well, if Willie Nelson loved it, like, yeah. <laughs> oh my gosh, that's all you have to say. Like, no, great. no more. What kind of food did it have? Oh, it was like um, Southern Comfort, ten oh. out of ten. Oh, yeah, great. Okay, great so, gravy. Yeah. So coming to Austin though for college, what what do you major in? What, what my major is behavioral neuroscience. And has it always been that? Yeah, I went on a little journey. Um, I thought I might minor in photocom, Mm -hmm. and then I thought I might minor in marketing, and then I found out that my heart is with neuroscience, but I still have this passion, so I do photography on the side. Yeah, yeah. So I was reading a little bit on your Redbubble just to, like, you know, get to know a little bit more about you. Thanks for checking it out. Yeah, so um, you starting photography, it said, like, back in 2011, that was just what you used to do. So just talk about getting into photography, since I know it's something you do on the side now, but, I mean, obviously it's something that you're very passionate about to put it in uh, competition (laughs) with behavioral neuroscience. Yeah. Yeah, like, that's crazy. (laughs) It's something I love to do because it's a collaboration. It's not just, like, me as the photographer. I think that the sitter or whoever the model is, they get something out of it, too, because they're going to be able to have these photos of themselves, like, preserved as they age and grow. And it's something that we all do. And, like, I think in 2011, that was when I started. I was in middle school. And so it's, like, the peak of the, like, uncomfortable stage. And so Kayla and I, um, one of my best friends I've known for a very long time, she, in middle school, we got together and we did photography. And we would do little photo shoots of each other. And that was inspired by um, someone. Her name is... Uh, Little Miss Northwest and she was a she's still a photographer uh, up in the Pacific Northwest near Seattle and uh, she inspired us to like get out there and do some funky things we painted like blue over our eyes with this chalk and like sat in the uh, blue bonnets and just did pictures together and so it's so nice to have those pictures from back then yeah they preserved you know that's what we looked like back then and here we are now and creative energy I don't know it just 
it was a great outlet. Yeah, yeah. And so fast forwarding a little bit. So I know you said that you spent a whole year where you were going to create every day. So talk about just doing that and then the challenges of... It's been a journey. So that was actually about four months that I created consistently every day um, with a purpose. So that was, I like to say like my lifestyle is creative. I like to incorporate it whenever I can. But that was specifically like I had time every single day that I sat down and I either drew or I painted or um, I mean, I considered photography an element of it, but that creating was like for art. Mm-hmm. So that was actually for a neuroscience project. Oh, <laughs> it was to see the effects of picking up a new habit, and so. So how did that work out with those? Was it easy to continually create, or did you find some days like, oh, I don't want to, or oh, I don't know what I'm gonna do? It definitely felt sometimes like. I wasn't sure what I was going to do, but that kind of brought me to figure out my style. It was just like, do whatever. I'll do whatever I'm in the mood for, and then whatever comes out, comes out. And I love what came out. It was just like random stuff. Those are all, I have it all around my room. These are so, oh, I love that one in the middle. The lines, like, is that like mountain? I don't know. I mean, obviously, I can't like interpret, like, you know, (laughs) how can you interpret art? But still, that's just the minimalism, yet also just. The intricacy of the colors just to symbolize. I, I don't know. Thank you. I, I feel like sometimes when I say things to describe art, <laughs> I sound like I am talking out of my ass. But I'm being genuine no. in how I'm trying to describe what I feel. My friends and I will look at them and just try to figure out what they look like. And I'm like, I don't know. I just made it to make it. I yeah. love just creating it. And then whatever comes out, comes out. And I mean, however you feel, like when you look at it is how you feel. And however I look at it is how I feel. And it's just up to the person, the interpreter. Okay. And um, when you were chosen for uh, Raw Artist, had you already started your business for um, oh my gosh. No. for photography? No. You... Well, a little bit. A little bit. I started okay. it. Um, March is going to be my three-year anniversary since I bought my camera. Oh, my gosh. Wait, congrats. Is... Oh, my. Thank you. Yes. It was That's so wild to me. But... Um, yeah, raw artists, they reached out to me and I had a month to prepare and I was like, I can't turn this down. Like how yeah, often too great of an opportunity. Yeah, I get it. They found me through hashtags and I was like blown away. I was like the power of social media. Yeah, no, that's really, no, that's that changed incredible. my life. Like going to that show changed my life because it really made me feel like what it was like to be an artist. And my dad is an artist. Uh, my grandma, she, that's her right there. She was an artist, and uh, she painted that, actually. But she she actually had passed away in October, and so it was something I inherited was all of her art supplies. And so then in December, when I was invited to do this, I was like, I need to do this. Like, I need to make her proud, like, showcase this stuff, because at that point, Um, it was my sophomore year. I hadn't really been doing art a lot. I just was doing it to cope with life, just to de-stress. And so being invited to do that was amazing. Yeah. Okay. So you were saying you pointed to your grandma and she, you said she painted that magnificent painting on the wall. That's insane. I thought you got that at like a thrift shop or like had been (laughs) passed down from general, but the fact that your grandmother made it. So Growing up, did you did were you able to produce art with your grandmother, and was like art a, definitely a family uh, affair kind of thing? Mm, 
I didn't see her as much while we painted, but my dad and I would spend time together yeah. sometimes uh, in the shop <laughs> with a piece of wood and like a yeah. nail. <laughs> um, okay, and let me see. So going on from Raw Artists, amazing opportunity. When was it that you said, okay, now I definitely have to pick up my camera and I need to do this and I need to showcase what I can do and kind of exhibit that creative side of me? Um. I feel like I need to backtrack some. It was a little bit before the Raw Artists. Yeah. Because Raw Artists was kind of like the tr- the trampoline jump that really flung me into like, I'm going to do this mm-hmm. and create the business. But um, the moment when I was like, okay, I should really actually take the time and edit and share content that's mine, like creative, um, was when I got my tonsils out. It was in July 2017, and I was bed rest for two weeks, and so I was bored, and I was editing pictures that I'd done just for fun with my friends that summer, and I was like, man, this is kind of fun. Like, these aren't that bad. Like, this could be cool to share and maybe start booking, and so that August was when I, I booked my first senior session, and that was so fun, and slowly, session after session, I began to kind of feel a style, see what my clients liked, see what I liked. And yeah, that's kind of how it evolved. Yeah. Uh, okay. So talking about booking sessions, uh, do you normally let your clients just kind of pick out the scene or do you got do you get an idea and then like just present that to them and see what works or how, how does a lot of that work for you? Mm, usually I feel like I'm kind of, for clients, I'm tailoring to their needs. Yeah. So whatever they're looking for, I've had people reach out to me with very unique ideas. And I love doing those unique ideas because it's something different. And that's what we need. Different is so good. And so I like to kind of tailor to whatever anyone's looking for. But I do love the sessions where I get to collaborate with other people um, who are willing to work with my ideas, too. Yeah. What, what would you say some of your favorite shoots to do? personal shoots. We'll get to Cabra in a second, but yeah. I was like, oh man, where do I start? Um, I love the kind of sessions where people walk away and they just feel so good about it afterwards. I can't really describe like a certain favorite type of session Mm -hmm. because I feel like they're all, I think all of the collaborative. And you've had fun on all of them. Yeah. Yeah. You don't really know which one was like the most fun to I do. Let me think about it. I love I love the ones in the summer where it's just fun. Yeah. It's relaxed. Um, anything with flowers. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I know you love to put flowers yeah. in everything that you do. And shadows and including geometry and things gets me really excited. Yeah. It's like going out on a session. A lot of the times we, I, the client and I, we have no idea exactly what we're going to get. Mm-hmm. But every time, whatever we get is so cool and we couldn't have fabricated it if we tried and that's that's the best kind of session yeah and um where do you see your photography business going in the future are you hoping to just make it the forefront of your life or do you think that no you're gonna be the doctor or like (laughs) that also you know goes out on like nature treks and like shoots out in fields and things like that i don't know that's the dream i think if I can do both, that would be my dream. Yeah. I love 
the Taco Bell slogan. <laughs> yeah, I saw that. Yeah, ¿Por qué no los dos? Yeah. Why not both? I mean, I think the way that I was kind of raised is when I was really little. When Okay, not really little. When I was 14. <laughs> when I was 14, I really wanted to be a songwriter. And I, I was always working to do that. And my parents were like, that's great, Sophie. But don't forget, there's other things. Yeah. Like, Try try to make sure that you're not just focusing on one thing. So they always encouraged, I guess, uh, a holistic view of things. Yeah. And so I try not to limit myself. So why not both? Yeah. I try to do both. The weekends, there's plenty of time in the weekends. So um, we talk about photography and um, pointing to a little bit of the paintings on your wall. So let's talk about the other types of artwork that you get into. Painting, we said you beginning you've been getting into singing too uh, a lot more yeah that is like I said I've been doing the songwriting since I was 14 and it's kind of like my hidden secret yeah so it's my little baby um it's exciting it's it's something different but we'll see where it goes yeah songwriting is that something that's easy to because I you know I, I I can sing but I could never songwrite I always look at those I'm like how do you come up with things that just don't sound like <laughs> a bunch of like okay yeah you said that <laughs> what does that mean how, <laughs> how am I supposed to relate to that how, how do you find yourself songwriting mm-hmm. usually it's a great way to channel emotions so um I don't write the melodies that's something I really challenge with so mm-hmm. if anyone's looking to pair up with a lyricist hit me up because <laughs> that would be great I I find myself writing on good days bad days and I just kind of try to verbalize mm-hmm. I guess whatever I'm feeling or thinking yeah that's where I start um and I want to go on to now talk about Cabra magazine so what brought you onto Cabra what like struck your fancy was it just like passing by an involvement fair or was it just like you know what I want to be a photographer and I know that this is the type of photography that I most want to fit into Mm, I would say I found out about Cabra probably freshman year Mm -hmm. when it was still a digital magazine yeah um I honestly didn't know that the last until it was pretty soon that it was going to be released, that that was going to be the first print issue. So that was so exciting. Or no, the second print issue. Yeah, yeah. Second print issue. That was really exciting. But I found, I think I passed it on the involvement fair, and then my little freshman person forgot to sign up for the little application. Yeah, yeah. And then it happened again. I was focused on other things. And so, yeah, last year, or this past year, as junior year, I finally had more time. So that was really what brought me. And um, so was what, what was the first shoot that you got to shoot for Cabra? It was Plastic Party. What, okay, it so it was mine. Yes. Okay, cool. That so, kicked it off perfectly. Yeah, okay. So I want to talk about just like, because I was there to witness it, but also yeah. just like, when you're going to shoot something like that, what are you, what angles are you looking for? Like, what, what are you seeing when you go through the lens? Is it um, you see the model move first and then you want to work with that? Or do you automatically go into like, oh, can you move that here? Like the placement? Like, how do you feel? Like, is it more organic or? I love that question. Yeah. That is a great question. It's, it's probably a little bit of both, but when I'm looking through the lens, I'm trying to make sure everything that I need is in frame. That's Mm -hmm. like the most important thing. So I remember with that one in particular, Kelsey's foot 
was so she had these great heels yeah. on and the bright green pants and so in particular there was it, you kind of notice everything in the frame first and then usually one of the models they don't even realize it they'll do something and I'm like stop stay right there that's perfect stay right there yeah or like just this tiny little tweak and so it's a constant thing like in your mind you're thinking like how can we optimize where everyone is at right now mm -hmm. to make the best picture and um at the end like there were some beautiful edits let's go into like talking about that because sometimes you know we've had like those old talks where like people used to uh sharpen their pictures extra hard and you're like oh that looks overly done or people kind of erase their noses when they face yes. it like where do you find that perfect balance of like how you're editing a photo because I, I don't know all the back, like the lumetrics and like the using like curves and changing shadows and highlights. Like, so what, what, would, what goes into that process of looking at a photo and saying what needs to be done to it? That is a long process. <laughs> it's usually, um, considering the lighting first, that's like the first thing on whether you're going to, well, and focus, if the picture's in focus, whether or not you throw it out or keep going. Um, the next thing I look at is always their eyes. So if their eyes are looking down, is it dramatic in like a good way or is it because they're mid-sneeze? Mm -hmm. If they're mid-sneeze, which everyone does, time to go to the next yeah. picture. <laughs> um, but it happens to everyone. And so I, after lighting, then I kind of play around with contrast and color. But my favorite element, and I think it's something that can make or break a picture, is the geometry. Mm -hmm. And that's something a lot of people don't consider at first because lighting and color are kind of the first things you look at with filters. Yeah. And everyone's doing these presets nowadays. They're like, hey, buy my preset. That's great. But if the picture is a little wonky, sometimes... Um, You're not getting those same color. You're not yeah, getting... The yeah, the same kind of effect. I think uh, the geometry of a picture can really affect the way it's, it's perceived. Mm -hmm. So like angles, yeah. Yeah. Um, and going off of that, what are you excited about uh, shooting in the future for mm. Cabra? Oh, I have a whole list. For Cabra specifically, um, I don't know what we're going to come up with for fall, but it'll be great. It'll be great. It'll and be then great. personally, what, what do you, you have any ideas? No mm. memory bank? Is yeah. Ready? <laughs> for, for my personal? Yeah, for your personal. Yes, I have, um... Something that's coming up soon mm -hmm. that's going to be um, an opportunity to collab on these cool ideas um, at a discounted rate Ooh. because it would be a collaboration. You know, I'd be working with the models. The models would be working with the photographer, but it would be for these overarching concepts. Yeah. So I really want to try one of those, um, a mirror photo shoot. So with a bunch of mirrors kind of around almost to look like a prism Ooh. lots of angles lots of cool things yeah. um i've had a few ideas with um i want to do a milk bath shoot that's just kind of a given i've always wanted to do that oh my gosh milk real milk almond milk mm. oh, milk <laughs> what kind of milk milk yeah, just all of the i want to do colors in the milk too Ooh, and do little be designs because cool. yeah. i think that'd be cool like mixture of kind of art and photography um monochrome would be cool but that's been done I'm but there's always inspired. a new way you know there's always, always a new way to do something which is exciting it's exciting it's to see the take so you know do monochrome and i can't wait to see your yes. take on thank it. you um 
So let's go in really quickly to talking about your style. So I feel like I always see you in the perfect pair of jeans. And I'm being serious. That is such a compliment. No, I know. I always, I feel like it's a struggle for me to find jeans. I really don't have that many of them because I feel like either they're too baggy on me and they're not sitting how I want that like relaxed boyfriend look or they're not you know they're just not doing it for me but I always like admire your pants so just go into a little bit of what what is your like everyday style what do you what do you like to wear comfort is key that is my number one (laughs) I'm all about comfort especially for the walks to Doyle (laughs) the long ways so I like to find pieces that I've thrifted that are really comfortable, but really cute and stylish too. So um, I love fun patterns. Uh, if you open my closet, it's full of just like random patterns. And I like doing that because like with just a pair of jeans, you can wear it so many different ways with yeah. all these different pieces. Who would you say your style icons are currently? To be honest... I don't really keep up with it. Really? Not really. You I just, just kind of do your own thing. I kind of do, yeah. Do you, like, scroll through Instagram at all or anything and do like, ooh, that, like, looks cool? Or... Sometimes. Usually I admire, like, I love following uh, Looks by Lenny. She's with okay. Cobra too. Yeah, yeah. And I love seeing what you post. And it's fun. It's inspiring. But I don't usually find it and be like, I'm going to replicate this. Yeah. I just, part of it's because... <laughs> I don't go shopping that much. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I like work with what I have, but I don't know. I love watching um, what everyone comes up with on campus. That's a good inspiration. Yeah, I'd honestly, inspiration. I I don't think that anybody <laughs> has ever looked bad on this campus. No. And it's a struggle sometimes. Even <laughs> yeah, even barefoot. All of these people, they're rocking it. Honestly, we should have a barefoot fashion show. I know. On campus. <laughs> it would fit in so well. So um, my last question to you is, what would you, what advice would you give to somebody who's trying to do what you do? Not necessarily saying that they'll be successful, but just, hey, I want to do this. I want to jump out and I want to be a photographer. I want to be a creator. What do you, what would you say to them? I would say start with, um, kind of your friends, your local area, what you're comfortable with, and s- slowly begin to expand from that. So it's good because the people that love and support you already know you and you're comfortable with that. And so I think it's best to, to begin there, kind of broaden your circle more and more and slowly. It's kind of like word of mouth is magic sometimes. Yeah. You have no idea what little things happen. So not being afraid to put things out there um, and use your resources because especially as a college student, what really got me started before I bought my camera was the St. Ed's library. They had the camera I could check out and I could use it for fun. So use the resources around you to make your dreams happen. Well, thank you so much, Sophie, for being on the podcast. It was a pleasure. Thank you. Thank you for having me.